San Jose, California, it's the Frugal Life Podcast. And here's the host, Ricky Hershey. Okay, and today's frugal tip for the week is about saving money on food. Every week, or every other week, I make fruit smoothies. It's a great way to clear out your extra fridge from the fruit before it goes bad. And I always seem to get fruit nowadays, too. Staying at a hotel with breakfast? Grab a piece of fruit to go. Somebody brought fruit to work? Bring a piece home. People have also been bringing fruit to share at my church. I also have been using another website called Nextdoor, which is like a social media site for people that live local to you. And apparently there's a local guy that picks fruit and shares it with neighbors. He ran out this time before I got to him, but maybe next time I will be able to get some fruit from him. I also buy frozen berries at the Dollar Tree. If you remember my Dollar Tree episode, I talked about it there. It's one of the best finds from the Dollar Tree. And yes, the frozen berries cost, you guessed it, $1. You get a pretty good size bag too, maybe 12 ounces or so for just one buck. It's really quite the deal. So I just throw whatever fruit I have in my fridge into my blender, particularly if it's starting to get a little old. Slightly overripe pears, for example, can help give a smoothie a perfect consistency. And I sometimes even throw dry mix-ins at the end too, like dried goji berries. Another thing to consider when using the blender is getting the liquid ratio right. And this is a big difference between a food processor and a blender. The blender needs a minimum amount of work of liquid to work correctly. And so I really like to use fresh squeezed orange juice for this purpose too. Grapefruit juice works amazing too, or really whatever citrus you have. But if you go with like a lemon or a lime, you might need to add a little ice or water or something as the lemon will be pretty strong and will overpower your drink. And this isn't so much a frugal tip as a life-benefiting one, but maybe get a citrus juicer. At first, I thought it was crazy, right? Do I really need a whole appliance just to juice citrus? I mean, I have a little hand juicer, and that works great for like a lime or a lemon. But I eventually tried it on some oranges and some grapefruit, and it's definitely a huge help having the automatic uh, citrus juicer. It does the job way faster than I can do it. It does it way better than I can do it. You get all the juice. And so maybe in that way it is more frugal because you get more juice out of your produce. And so that's my tip, which is perfect for summer. Make smoothies. Use your produce before it goes bad. Also, do you have cheetah-spotted bananas? Well, don't worry about it. You can freeze them. You can put them in the smoothies like I just talked about. Or you can make Yonanas with them. Now, what in the world am I talking about? Well, you've maybe seen the ad for the Yonanas maker. I got a Yonanas maker at my wedding, and I thought it was a little kooky, right? Like, this machine claims to make ice cream out of frozen bananas. That's a little ridiculous. And it is. But it works a lot better than it sounds. You really do get frozen bananas, throw them in. I like to add some mix-ins, so like a little chocolate chips I throw into the Onana's maker. And then after it comes out, I put a little chocolate syrup on it too. It's tasty. It's healthy, at least as far as desserts go. 
and it's pretty good. Now, the last part of today's episode is take what you can get. Last week, I had lobster. I didn't pay for it. My work paid for it. Living frugally doesn't mean you can't have nice things. You just have to be a little creative. You know, poor people will say they can't afford something. The rich mindset, though, is figuring out how you can buy it. This idea is based on something Robert Kurosaki says. If you want something, find a way to earn it. You want to take a vacation? Grow a side hustle. Earn some money. In some ways, this is what the podcast is all about. Now, I'm still not making that much money from the podcast. A little from ads and a little from referral links. I need to get a lot more listens before I have anything substantial. But look for food where you can. You know, sometimes I keep a Tupperware with me while walking to help me forage for berries. (laughs) Oh goodness, this story is ridiculous. I'm not an expert uh, forager either, so I can only identify a handful of berries. I'm actually working on this skill more. I also sometimes keep Ziploc bags in my work bag unless, in case there is pizza to take, anything to live life and save a buck. And I guess while I'm talking about berries, there's actually a few berry patches by my house. Berries tend to reappear every year at the same place. So that's my little foraging tip for you. I think they are wild blackberries that I'm picking, but I can also identify elderberries and maybe a few other berries. We'll see. And I just pick them and take them home. And ideally, they want to be ripe to the point that they almost fall off, that you just gently tug them and they take off and they're perfectly ripe. Now, here's my last tip for the day. I have a rule about soda. I'm not allowed to buy it. I can drink as much as I want. I just can't purchase it. So whenever I get a chance, I take a can or two home. I love Coca-Cola. There's always opportunities for those who look. And now what we're talking about Coke, or soda I should say, I have one final tip. And that's after you go through all the work of making your smoothie like I was talking about before. There's a bunch of uh, fruit residue and stuff all over the blender. You can get some Sprite or some ginger ale and just pour that along the sides of the blender Shake it up real fast, pour it into a glass. You've cleaned your blender or helped clean your blender, and you may have made a delicious fruit drink as well. I did this the other day with a smoothie that had a lot of raspberry in it, and I was very pleasantly surprised at how good this tasted. A perfect, refreshing summer drink. All right, well, thank you for listening. Those are my frugal fruit mostly related tips, but also life-related tips. Okay, as you probably know by now, I like to answer people's questions. So if you have questions, send them to me. I got a great question from someone on Instagram. Let me read it to you. Always wondering how to build net worth with a minimal budget. I'm a teacher. Seems to only be realistic for those making tons. And first, thank you for this question. It's a fabulous question. To me, this question actually has three distinct parts, which are the foundation to this show. This show is built on three pillars, frugal living, investing, and business, which to me means cutting costs, managing your money, and increasing your income. 
These are the three elements to building wealth, and they're all crucial. You can't become financially free without all three. You need to make money to have money to invest. You need not to spend all of your money to have money to invest. And you can't just save your way into retirement. This was a big mistake I made in younger days. You can't just put all your money in a savings account and expect it to grow. Now, of course, I talked about this a little bit more in a previous episode. I had things that I thought I was going to have to spend money on, mostly schooling, and I ended up having to spend less money than I thought, which is great. Now, let's look at each of these three topics in more detail. One, saving money. There are so many ways to cut costs. I think my Dollar Tree episode is a great resource for starting, as well as the smoothie episode, which I will be releasing soon. I'll publish more tips on this as time goes on. Saving money isn't always about depriving yourself, though. In the last month, I've had lobster, sushi, some great German food, great Cuban food, and so many Starbucks frappuccinos. The trick is... My work paid for it. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even want to go out to eat nowadays. I'd rather just eat at home. But no, I have to work. Just be mindful of your spending. Ask yourself, do you really need it? If you really want it, that's fine too. The worst thing, though, is to spend money on things you don't love. You should love all the things you own. If you don't love it, don't buy it. Now to talk about investing. I think I've spent the most on this topic so far. How to invest, what platforms to use, the tax implications of investing. It's a great topic, one of my favorites to get into. I'll share some links to some of the episodes where I talk about it. In episode 3, I talk about Robinhood. Speaking of which, if you still don't have a Robinhood account, I would make one. It's quick, it's easy, it's free. You will get a free stock from it. I will get a free stock from it. It's a fantastic trade deal. Robinhood is my favorite free trading app right now. I do have another I sometimes like to talk about, Webull, which I might talk about more in detail in another episode, but if you don't have Webull, you could check them out too. They're pretty good. And the last pillar is income. In some ways, this is the most important pillar. You have to earn money not to spend it, and you have to have money to invest it, like I said before. And for me, this topic is probably the hardest. I've created a great system, though, to make $20 to $40 a month. But that's it. It's not scalable. And I talk about this system in my book, which you can check out on Amazon. It's all about passive income and starting your first streams of passive income. The book is only $5 for full price which is a fantastic deal. You'll make way more than that in just the first month after reading the book. I really highly recommend it. Check it out on Amazon. Beyond my entry passive income work, I run some blogs and this podcast. They haven't been a great source of income yet, but I'm hoping. And I'm planning to interview some people who have their own businesses who can help me with this topic. But we all start somewhere, as I was saying before. You don't need to see the whole road ahead of you before you get started. Just take a jump and get started with something. So I've given you a lot of great resources to check out. Check out some of the earlier episodes about saving money, about investing, 
and about making more money? Thanks for the question.